Sleep. How do I sound? Amazing, huh? Yeah. I'm just stay like this the whole time. Um, what's up, guys? None of this really matters. Do you like hearing the intro? Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Okay. It gets me. Uh, it's almost like uh, you know when the dogs hear the bells and they start salivating. You remember that Russian experiment that yes, the guy did? Absolutely. It's kind of like the, fuck. That video is dark. Look at that. Is it because you're moving? Yeah. Can you fix it in there post? There we go. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, fix it in post. All right. What's up, guys? Episode 19. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the Get Out episode because we enjoyed making it. It was actually really fun talking about Get Out. And uh, uh, this week we're talking about us. Finally, I've. This is what I wanted to talk about all last episode. I was like, "Fuck!" Like, when are we gonna talk about us? But, um, uh, what did you watch this week, Rob? I know you watched something. You told me. I actually me. watched two, uh, three movies. Two that I was surprised that I sat back and watched, but it's because I was like, I know we like to start off with, with the non-topic movies, and you know me. You know I go for the gold. Mm-hmm. You and watched Shutter week, Island, right? I did, and I watched The Departed, so I was on the Scorsese. Oh, round. yeah. Okay. So that's seven hours of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> but so wait, do you regret it or what? <laughs> no, absolutely not. It just, just I want to. I've always heard the trope of the long Scorsese movies, and it is very true. But they're really they. This, but some but, it gets you sucked in. You don't know that it's it's like a. I can see why he hated the Avengers movies because they took what he did, which is like mm. you forget that you're in a three and a half hour movie. You're yeah. like, has it really been three and a half hours? Holy shit! Yeah, everybody freaking out like when uh, Endgame when they announced Endgame is three hours. I mean, Justice League was four hours. I still watched the whole thing. I watched the entire thing. But I'm being. But some of the best movies of all time are three hours, in my opinion. Like some of my. You can flesh out the story. And it's like like. Um, fucking, I can't even think of any. Like, it's Wolf of Wall Street is almost three hours long. Yeah, you you don't feel like it. Because you... I liked uh, Shutter Island. I know you've mentioned prior in prior episodes. I like it, but it's not up... It's not top 50%. Like, it's in his lower half of... In I my opinion. I watched probably uh, more Scorsese movies... Because I will, I like movies where they say a psychological thriller. This mm-hmm. movie is a psychological thriller. Yeah, it's just that's open ended. It's just to me, be, like it just wasn't a Scorsese movie. Because I still don't know if the lady in the cave was real or not. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like it, when movies are psychological and you feel like you're mm-hmm. crazy you're like it, it definitely plays trick it's like one of those movies where like it plays tricks on your mind you're and like, oh, you fuck. did you notice some of the shots i think this is where i love the movie because of this podcast that i was watching i think my brain now catches shots mm-hmm. so there are parts in the movie where i'm like that was on purpose but you would have to be like it plays with you behind, like, your, your, somebody in the movie theater just watching it for the first time mm-hmm. probably wouldn't know that their brain caught that. 
Mm-hmm. Like there's a scene where he's in the cafeteria talking to the lady and she writes run on the notepad. Mm-hmm. And he's, she goes to, she says, can you give me a glass of water? Mm-hmm. So when she goes to drink the water, there's nothing in her hand. She goes like that, but there's no cup in her hand. Mm-hmm. So then the next shot is her putting the cup down and it's empty. So you're there's- like, what the fuck? And then there's a scene where he's talking to the German doctor. And he's, because, of course, it's just like the fucking, from like 1850 till like 1970, mm-hmm. I think that men did nothing but smoke cigarettes. Yeah, it's insane. Like it is. That's a part of if you're. That's not in your movie. Is not true to the time. Mm-hmm. So like Mad Men, fucking the Lighthouse, goddamn mm-hmm. Shutter Island. It's like Jesus Christ. All y'all do is smoke. But Every, he was smoking. Yeah. He was talking. But if you notice his his uh smoke, whatever you want to call it, the smoke coming off trail, of the cigarette the was going backwards. It was like it was in reverse. He was smoking, but it was like it was oh, going shit. back in. So I don't know if that was like an optical illusion from the camera or they, I was like, this is another like you think because the scene was some kind of like he's having like a oh shit moment. Mm-hmm. So he's smoking a cigarette and it's a close up of his face of Leo, who is a fucking absolute genius, man. Uh, yeah, it is ridiculous how good he is. It's crazy. Like, I don't I can't even. We got to make a whole Leo episode. He, like, under, if he, he's like, um, has he ever produced anything or directed anything? I don't know. Maybe uh, Mendel on Letterboxd. Uh, produced for 39 films. That makes sense. What are his, some of his most popular? He's never directed, though. Produced that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Orphan, um, The Eyes of March, Red Riding Hood, Robin Hood, Out of hmm. Darkness. He just did that to make some money. Yeah, probably. No, I my favorite Leo is probably. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's probably uh, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I knew you were going to say that. Or it's hard. Django is like him and Django. Are you kidding me? That's dude? some it's of the like, literally some of the best acting of all time. Like the scenes he was in. But that was the first rumor that was true. How he cut his hand mm-hmm. and yeah. just kept acting through it. Yeah, that's insane. And he started wiping the blood on Kerry Washington's face. Did she ever get mad about that? Probably not. I mean, when you're. When Leonardo DiCaprio... She's a professional lawyer. (laughs) She was like, oh, no, I get it. It's fine. When Leonardo DiCaprio has a monologue going on and he wipes blood on your face, you're not going to be like, hey... Or she didn't know that it wasn't a part of the scene. Yeah, I wouldn't do shit if Leonardo DiCaprio was like, is in, we're recording. You know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. So, but that... The The level of professional actors... On that movie. I think that's probably why I like Django. Out of all the Quentin Tarantino star-studded movies, Pulp Fiction is up there, but those were like comeback movies for a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. I or mean, like, yeah. That's or, what he does for almost all his movies. Yeah, but this was like, oh, you got people who are very popular at them. You got Scandal, Kerry Washington. You got 
couple not a couple years, but sometime after Ray and shit, Jamie anything Fox, else he yeah. ever done in Jamie Foxx, Samuel Jackson, of course. But then you got fucking uh, who was the leader of Sugarland? Uh, Don Johnson. Don Johnson, like. As he Big Daddy. played the shit out of that role. I just watched Django the other day on Netflix. I was like, I... F- the I f- German guy. Star-studded cast. Christoph Waltz. That was his second movie. His first movie was Inglorious Bastards. That's insane to me. That was his second movie? Django was his second movie. Inglorious Bastards was his first movie. What do you mean it was his first movie? That he's ever acted in. His second movie that he ever acted in was Django. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. That was his first. Are you an Inglorious Bastard? That was his first. The opening scene. Yeah, that whole shit. And he killed it in like two or three languages. Is he from a, the- is he from a theater background? He's from Germany. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, he's in a. Th- I don't know about theater, but I know he was like. Classically in, trained? Yeah. Okay. In Germany. And that's. I am. Shocked beyond belief. That's why, like, when Tarantino was trying to find an actor that could speak German and French and English and act his ass off, that was hard. But he found Christoph Waltz that could do all of that. Seeing Jamie Foxx do an impersonation of him is hilarious. (laughs) But what a... uh, But yeah, Shutter Island... What else? Who? Christoph Waltz? Yo, yeah. He's about to be in a new one. The Green Hornet? Yes, he was the bad guy in the Green Hornet. He was? Yes, he was in that one, too. He's funny, too. I haven't seen any of his other movies. But He was in that, too. Um, I watched a lot of movies this week. I'm going to have to check my... Letterbox because yeah I can see you were fucking going off. oh I saw the Green Knight in theater I guess yeah I how start. was that I'm really interested in seeing that it is amazing I like I know a lot of people's go to for like a good movie is a good plot and a good cinematography but this is way more than that like the way he was able to David Lowry, the director, was able to execute everything in. And it's also like a King Arthur, Arthur like trope. Mm-hmm. And he, the way he was able to really, and I'm, I want to see it again, but I don't want to like give out my review already. You know what I mean? Like how I feel about it and everything. Cause I've only seen it once and I've gotten so much out of it in one viewing, but I want to see it again because you saw it in theaters yeah uh at the arizona center and it was just amazing and um i want to see it. i'm probably i'm probably gonna see it tomorrow is it on streaming or it's only in theaters only in theaters for now but i'm it you have it's one of those movies like if you're listening go see the green knight in theaters like do not wait it looks really good and that goes for any movie you want to watch. Go see it in theaters because that's the best way to watch movies. It's the for me. I was it just really is like it's the only time people agree to sit down and put away their phones and shut them off or put them on silent 
and not do not talk and not do anything. And your it's, brain doesn't want to get in the phone. And you're just so it's so immersive where it's just all black and you just see the screen and you're surrounded you're within the energy of everybody else enjoying this movie. And I don't know, it's just such a great experience. Like movie going is the best shit in the world and I've missed it. Even though I've gone to f- like three times over the past year, like during the pandemic, I think I've gone while if when they were open, I saw the little things with Denzel in theaters when that came out. And then then I didn't go for the longest time while everything was closed. And then I saw Blade Runner and then I saw Do the Right Thing. And then this was the first movie I saw when everything else like opened back up. But yeah, Wonder so, yeah, Wonder Woman 84, <laughs> which was uh, OK. It was cool. It was nice to be back in the theater. The, the movie yeah. theater going experience yeah, it was, was nice to eating food and yeah, the whole uh, dining sound and I want to go see the Green Knight in this Desert Ridge right here because they have IMAX and Dolby there. What the Harkins up the street? The uh, AMC. They got Dolby and IMAX. What AMC? The Desert Ridge. Where's that at? The Dave and Buster's. Oh no shit. So. That yeah, I want to go see it there, or the Esplanade, of course. That's like the go-to That's place. That's always the go-to. Esplanade is the place to go. But yeah, go see the Green Knight. I feel like this is fucking boring. What we're talking, but anyways, next movie we're gonna talk about. I saw. Uh, I saw a climax, which is like this French movie, which I was telling Menda about it. Sound like a porno. You have to watch it. You like. I don't even want to like preface in any of it. Like, he told me like two things, and I was like, I gotta watch this. Like, it's basically two. I'm not gonna say anything else after this. The whole movie is like a group of 20 people. The whole movie takes place in one warehouse, like studio, mm-hmm. dancing studio, because they're all dancers. And there's like 20 people, and uh, someone drugged them it's a whodunit movie and someone drugged all of them because they're having a party with lsd and imagine 20 people having a bad acid trip for about an hour and a half i'm about to throw up it is the greatest movie i've ever seen in my life like the the, uh, that's not even uh, like it's so great it's what's it on it's on Prime Video. It's free with Prime Video. Like, it's okay. included with Prime. But it's so great that I, I can't even put it into words how much I loved it. I watched it for the first time. I've been wanting to watch it for, like, months now. But I've just always put it off, like, no, I'll watch it later. No, I'll watch it later. But I watched it the other day. And I was like, I can't believe I didn't watch this sooner. But I'm glad I watched it now. I fucking loved it. It has the greatest soundtrack out there because it has songs by Giorgio Marauder and Daft Punk and Aphex Twin and it just a bunch of house oh, music. Like it has everything and it's, it's great. Aphex Twin is like OG. Mm-hmm. Like they got every like. That's like dead mouth. It's like, like French. It's a French dancing movie. Oh, so like yes, it has yes, yes. it has to have the soundtrack yes. to it. But. And like I said, they're all dancers. So like while they're tripping, like half of them in the background are like dancing. Mm-hmm. And it's just the the I can't even explain how beautiful the movie is. But it sounds like it. 
It sounds like uh, The Trip to me. With Jack Nicholson? Or directed no, by Jack Nicholson? I don't think so, no. It's the movie with uh, Jake Long in it. The movie I told you about where I cried. Mm-mm. And it had Don, oh, yeah. uh, Donald, the uh, dude from Scrubs in it. Can't oh. Because. Uh, Faison. Cause I Jack Nich- say Faison Love. That's why I always stop. Because Jack Nicholson directed a psychedelic movie in the 80s called The Trip. Oh, for real? Yeah. This might be like an offshoot of that. You know, I did. I did we talk about that on here? When I, oh yeah, we did. How I watched The Shining and Doctor Sleep back to back. So we did oh yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I watched Climax. I watched uh, fucking. Oh, I didn't even check my letterbox, but I watched. I know I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire last night for like the third time this week, and which is like a another French movie. I've been watching foreign films like a motherfucker late lately, like. I've re like recently we've been watching American movies mm-hmm. and or English movies I should say and uh, there is one other movie that we watched. Oh yeah, what did you guys watch? Oh, that we didn't bring it up because of that. I got another one to say too. Go ahead and do it. This is why it's been boring because I have been containing myself. <laughs> I watched a movie on Shutter. This isn't my podcast, but once I speak about this thing. We're going to be bleeding red, white, and blue. I watched this movie called uh, Like Me on Shudder. Just, I just saw it. I saw the, po- the little thumbnail poster that they have scrolling through Shudder. I was like, nah, I'll play it. Like, whatever. Like, it looks cool. So I was actually searching for something. I was going to watch Manhunter on Shudder because I know they have it on there. I put M, and then the movie Like Me popped up. And I was like... That looks kind of cool. So I just put it on. It was like uh, less than an hour. It was like an hour 20, I think. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it. I'll throw it on. Terrifying. Blue. It's not even. T- it's wild. Like, it's about this girl who live streams, uh, like, her doing crimes. And she ends up uh, kidnapping this guy and ends up, like, she, like, live streams and she posts all the shit she does to him, like, she force feeds him. She fucking like does all like straps him to a bed and like tortures him and shit. And she ends up uh, some hostile shit. Yeah. She ends up shooting uh, him in the arm. And then once she's done recording, she ends up like doing like a tourniquet thing. But like throughout the whole movie, like while she's doing all this shit, she has him like kidnapped and tied up and like in the back of the, in the backseat of the car. And, but like throughout the movie, they're having like these deep, like philosophical conversations but like she's like you know like i'm not gonna let you go like i'm gonna keep doing this to you like kind of thing it's so there's more to it but like that's basically fucking with him she's like uh what's it stockholm syndrome to him yeah it's it's a crazy movie i did not expect it to be like that like that at all right but it's very good for like a modern like psychological thriller horror movie but super, it was super cool movie. I did. It was random, random watch. Like, I just found out about it and put it on, threw it on, and it was worth it. So, I watched it on. Go if you have Shutter, go watch it on on Shutter. Shutter's a great app. I haven't watched a lot of it because the kids be around mm-hmm. and they've walked in a couple of times, just been staring at the screen. I'll be like, you got to get the hell. They out have here. some great movies. They have some like iconic movies. Yeah, on there. I was. I got to finish watching that French movie I was talking about where the lady's face was getting burnt, melted off with acid. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, I got to finish watching that. I'm actually really excited about that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
So, can we talk about the movie that... Your movie, Have you watched it? What movie? No. What movie? The one that you were just talking about? The French movie? No. What? The movie that me and your father were talking about. Oh, my God. Come on now. No, I didn't watch it. Have you ever... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to say I watched a like a scene or two. Good. That's all you need. I watched the flashback part. Oh, for people listening, Fast and Furious 9. Fast and Furious 9. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> that Come was... on now. We are back in the 80s, baby. We are back in the 80s. Yeah. We don't give a shit about what's feasible. I don't give a fuck about that shit. What is physics? Oh my god! What's an wait, injury? Wait. Was there any like flying outer space? Oh my god, Nathan! <laughs> yes, there was outer space. Tom Reese and Ludacris went to outer space. Are you oh never my knew god. that you needed to see Tom Reese in space until you've seen Tom Reese in space with Ludacris? Guess what they drove up there? What's a Fiero? Nissan? They drove a Fiero up into space. And not Jeff Bezos fucking other version. Just uh, below orbit. No, they didn't cheat, Nate. They were. (laughs) They went to the International Space Station after they drove their car through a satellite in... Space. That's ridiculous. Did they do the buttons? Yes, they did the buttons. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not watching it. Nitrous oxide would never push you in space because it's not solid fuel. I still haven't watched Black Widow either. Did you know that? Still haven't watched it. Is it whatever? It seems like whatever. I was it so has ex- no weight on the storyline whatsoever. I feel like the end credit scene has is way more important than the entire movie. Honestly, not excited for Shang Chi. I'm not excited for a lot of these movies coming out. Eternals. Not. You haven't been because you haven't been watching the TV shows. Yeah. After I'm telling you, WandaVision was the last good thing you, I've seen. I watched this dude I subscribed to on YouTube named uh, What's it? Something awesome. He breaks down the episodes. Is it New Rock Stars? No, I wa- I've watched him before. No, it's not New Rock Stars. His name is something awesome. But uh, yeah, French movies is what I've been watching. But no, lately. Fast and the Furious Nine. What else is great about the movie? The flashback, the flashback is actually backs. the part that I hated the most. Really? Oh my! That's the God. part I respected. That's what we said. We said you just got a dude. First you just of got all, a dude, no, you just got a stunt double. And he doesn't even look like Vin Diesel. He's Mexican as shit. <laughs> that dude is like, Mexican. This is what Vin Diesel's supposed to be looking like. <laughs> then all of a sudden, John Cena, the whitest dude ever, is Dominique Toretto's brother. Mm-hmm. But they they allude to that's his half brother because Charlize Theron says, "I don't give a fuck about spoiler alerts." It's Fast and Furious. It's nine. Fast and Furious Nine. If you give like, a get fuck, over, yeah, don't listen get to over this yourself. Podcast. Like, yeah. So Charlize Theron says to him, "She said, hmm, you have a Norwegian chin. 
it's not a very Toretto thing. And I was like, damn, she just fucking like. And Charlize Theron has like the weirdest haircut in that movie. You, I'm not gonna get into why she has like an Edgar. Edgar. I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna even. Edgar throw her haircut is just stupid. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I was like, she's not because she had some weird hairstyles before, and I was like, it's put up withable. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this one actually made her less hot. This actually made her less hot. And I'm like, this isn't even like a look. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even cool. So then, (laughs) Nate. M. Roto's in there. Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. She's on a dirt bike. Getting hit by a car never falls off. All right. She's getting sideswiped by a Mustang. Never falls off. Somebody jumps on her back. A grown-ass man twice your size. Never falls off. Bang, bang, bang. There's a scene, the, sh- the movie is hilarious, and the f- uh, Tyrese and Ludacris are the Deadpool of the movie. It's really Tyrese, because he is, <laughs> the, they don't even, they just start the movie out like, hey man, we got a mission. Of course. There's no... How else can you start a Fast and Furious movie? <laughs> Babe, tell me the funniest part about the movie that you pointed out after I finished watching the movie. <laughs> 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 this movie is the greatest Fast and the Furious that has ever come out because Amanda said, she said, they sort of, the opening scene is Dom working on the car with his son. Okay. And he's like, can you pass me the quarter, the third, the, the whatever. I don't fucking know those <laughs> things, guys. So they he passed me some size tool and he goes, are you sure? And he said, good job, Brian. So it never dawns on me. So I was like, and I started getting all choked up. Yeah. Amanda said at the end of the movie, she was like, that wasn't his name. She was like, in the last movie, his name was Dominic. (laughs) Then the mom named him something different. And in this movie, they said, that's not your name anymore. (laughs) Your name is Brian. (laughs) And then the second funniest part, is that in the movie, he's still alive. So they just changed his name for no reason. Because he's Brian's not dead in the Fast and Furious universe. He's, just, he's still there. Because You're, it's like, they allude to him I so re- many times. When Amanda said that I was dying. Dying. She was just like, they just changed his name. I didn't even realize any of that. Because to me, I was like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Because the mom got killed, so he, the baby was yeah, already well, yeah, named. Yeah. Why is Jordana Brewster in the movie? Because they need family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know why she was there. They needed family. I don't know that's because I saw her was like she wasn't here for the past like seven movies. They're she like, showed up, but she showed up. Oh, that's why she showed up because that's her brother. Yeah, John Cena. John Cena's her brother. Oh, and she has to be there to help. She said because there's a whole backstory. Okay, okay. Dom. So Dom, she's Dom not there said, randomly. Dom said something. Apparently, John Cena kills their dad because that's the begin. That's the opening. 
Wait, what? That's the opening opening scene. So the opening scene of the current Fast People is Don with the Sun, but the opening scene it starts with a flashback of them at the racetrack. Mm-hmm. And it's Dom and his dad talking. But you don't see till the later flashback that Jacob was there too. He was the reason they died he died? Technically. And that's where he that's what Dom figured out. Because you know the story in the Fast and Furious One. Yeah. This story is the thing that they're talking about with the wrench and when he goes to jail. Yeah. So you see that play out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just Which watched was also hilarious. We just because of the brothers sitting there, right? And it was like you see him go to jail, but then in, we just watched the first one. Yeah. And it was like, Yeah, I went to jail. Like There was no big when, deal. Right. <laughs> Yeah, in the first one, they would, everybody was just like, we're scared of Dom because he beat somebody with a wrench. Yeah. It, and literally, we were watching it, and I was just like going along with the dialogue, just <laughs> saying every word, because I've seen that movie, I don't they, know how many they, I times. I tell you what, this movie does make you want to go watch all of the Fast and the Furious again, mm-hmm. because Han comes back, and it is one of the funniest explanations ever. Yeah. What's that about? Because he fucking died. Like, didn't he? Like, he got fucked up. Because this is what everybody By Hobbs or Shaw, I mean. By Shaw. Because that wasn't even apparent until four movies later. Yeah, yeah. So he he, died. You thought he died in in the third one. From a car accident from the Yakuza. And then they replay it at the end of another one that someone else was there. And then they do it again, the same scene, that Shaw was the one that did it. And then they replay it in this one. So this is four times they're going back to the same scene. So when Shaw walks, the scene where Shaw walks, camera, 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 that noise is like anxiety-inducing. Literally, I I heard that alarm, and I was like, I gotta go. My stomach hurts. Oh, you almost made me throw up. But, uh... All right. Uh, Shaw. Yeah, Shaw... So he walks the scene. It's not actually Shaw, of course. He walks in the scene where he walks and he's like talking on the phone. Oh, yeah. He's whatever. like, I did it or whatever. Right? Han disappears. It's like they see you see him upside down in the car. And then when Shaw <laughs> walks past, he disappears. And he was like, Mr. Nobody's really good at his job. Guess what? Han has not one scratch on him when he's talking to... Han's the coolest. Mr... He snipes people in this movie. He snipes like four people. Everybody now is an official spy. It, no. They are no longer. This is a spy movie. This is. I want us to acknowledge that. Uh, Jordana. Jordana Brewster. Mia. Fighting motherfuckers. Everybody is a spy. She never. All they right. all know jujitsu. Right. They she all know fucking. Me. I mean, it was her and Emroto fucking dudes up. Okay. This movie, I'm good. <laughs> this movie is America in a nutshell. Yeah, for some, I was just thinking that for someone who the swinging bridge scene, Dom, there's a bridge that's a I, I don't a need to hear bridge. more. They're driving an an MPC, a military personnel carrier that has it's like probably easily eight thousand nine thousand pounds easily. Like, it's the size of a minivan, but weighs as much as, like, a fucking bus. Mm-hmm. They drove it across a wooden bridge in, re- like, Brazil somewhere. It connected to... It looked like it hasn't been used probably in two, 300 right, years. And the bridge is breaking as they're driving, and, the, and it cuts to the cliff. And guess what? Tyrese and Ludacris drive up on the MPC. But guess what? 
Dom and Letty, they have to get Dom and Letty. Letty, her bike gets fucked up. Mm-hmm. She falls off the bike and Dom knocks a car just good enough for her to land on the car. And then she jumps back onto Dom's car and what then the gets fuck? inside of the car. That happens three times throughout the movie, by the way. She Somebody get off of the hood to get into the car. She jumps from the other car inside of his car. Because he hit the car. When she fell off her bike, she was like, oh. And then she landed on the car that he hit. And then she jumped from that car to Dom's car. That's not the end of it, Nathan. Then they're driving. Yeah. And they have to get to the other side because they have to get out of this country. Of course. Because you're, in, you're breaking international borders. There's no bridge left, right? Yeah. What does Dom do? He drives to the rope and he says, skirt, skirt, and then fucking goes, gets the, the, the rope to wrap around his front tire and it swings him across the border in the charger. Wait, 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 wait. All right. Lands on the cliff. Lands on the cliff. Letty and him get out. Not one scratch on them. Dom goes inside. There's one another scene. The scene where they're showing that big tractor trailer thing getting pushed up in the air. That big train looking thing that they're, you remember that yeah, scene yeah. from the previews? And they make it flip in the air. Physics be damned because they use like a Ferrari to make this fucking thing. <laughs> and Magnus. A lot of Magnus in the movie. I was just listening to like a little small part of our Furious at the Fast Movies episode. And how advanced technology <laughs> is their excuse for anything they want to do. When I tell you that these are the most advanced magnets you've ever seen in your life, this... <laughs> no, like, I get the magnets from Fast Five with the vault and everything. Like, that's cool. That's clever. I don't even remember that now. Because this has taken <laughs> over my mind. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. I don't know any other Fast and Furious <laughs> except this one now. Because she's driving with a box truck, a Penske truck. Yeah. It has big ass magnets in it. So big that when she turns the morning, she's going 70 miles per hour, or in their language, kilometers, whatever the fuck those weirdos say over there. Yeah. She's going that fast. However fast that is. In this movie, she's never driven before. She all of a sudden becomes an amazing driver Wait, of a who? box truck. The little the black girl from the last movie with the braids, she kind of cute. She's part of it too. Oh yeah, she's in the movies now. She's a part of the franchise. She's family. Now. Yeah, she's in there. <laughs> they liked her, even though she tried to destroy them one time. She's in there now. So she is driving, turns on the big ass magnet, and snatches John Cena's car off of the street through a building. They're on two topic sides of the street, like. There's a store in between them, a Forever 21. They snatch the car through the Forever 21, and hey, it gets smashed into the box truck, and then they keep driving. Doesn't tip that, the car over. I can see how that could be pretty cool. It like, looks cool I, 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 I can, shit. I can see it in my head. But you know what the other cool part was? Was the giant train thing rolling down the hill, Dom standing up and running inside of it. <laughs> 
Nate, that's not the end of the story. He's running inside of the tram thing. Mm-hmm. He runs to the front of the fucking tram thing before it's. Wait, does he save it? Yes. Oh my god. Before he's before it rolls off the cliff. He's able to get to the thing as it's rolling. It's like, cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. And he goes, skirt. And then it brings the whole thing back up on the cliff. And then he gets out. No blood. Glass flying everywhere. How the fuck does that even happen? The end of the movie, nobody has a scratch. He brings down an entire underground bunker with his bare hands. What do you mean? Or is this a Fast and Furious 9 breakdown? <laughs> I don't give a shit, people. I told you this was going to happen. Because the absurdity is so American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They that's brought ridiculous. back the 80s full swing with this one. We're pushing I'm trying to find special a, effects to the limit. I'm trying to think of a movie this absurd. But there's... There's not one. Like, there's no other action movie where, like, they could get... They got away with shit like this. Let's bet, like... There's... This is insane. Like, I don't know. He saves the truck, Nate. Guess what? There's a scene where John Cena is driving. He drives his Mustang 2.0 off of... They're they're playing chicken, of course. Okay. Of course. So this (laughs) is the scene where he's going to go do the rope thing, and they're playing chicken. Okay. He drives off the cliff. Is this at the end? No, this is at the beginning. When they're still trying to get across the border, we're going back. Oh, John, I forgot to tell you about this. John Cena drives his Mustang 2.0 off of the cliff. Pretty sure it's a Cobra. His Mustang. Yeah. Drives off the cliff. I don't even want to know what happens next, dude. Just guess what happens next, Nick. So he... He drives his car. No, he doesn't land on shit. (laughs) A fucking drone with a gigantic magnet... Comes out of nowhere and as he's falling, catches him and then flies off and it puts him inside of the drone. And then he goes inside of a bigger plane and they take off. Never seen anything cooler in my life. It's basically the Avengers, but without superheroes. That's what this is. China said, we'll give you a billion dollars if you make this. What was the budget for Fast and Furious 9? This shit was, oh, and the best part about the movie, Cardi B is in it. I forgot that she was in it. I remember seeing like on social media. I completely forgot. Was she ever in any of them? No. This made it the best one. <laughs> she takes that helmet off and I just put my hands up in the air. I'm like, I don't know what to do with myself. This is right after Dom gets caught by Interpol. What's that? International police. If you oh, are okay. on Interpol's watch list, you're a bad person. The budget was 200 200- that's a lot of fucking money. Box office was six hundred and forty-two point three million. They deserved. And it just came out. They deserve every fucking penny of it. Every penny of it they deserve. That's insane. What's another ridiculous thing you remember, babe? Um, other than the kid. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> they just changed his name. They were like, "Your mama dead." <laughs> Your name's Brian now. <laughs> yeah, that lady kind of came and went. Right, yeah, they shot her in the head yeah. at the beginning of like, like no, eight or some shit. Back, bitch, and Roto's back. You got That's now. ridiculous. But Fast and Furious um, Nine. That's the, the breakdown. Asian girl, the other Asian girl that was in there. There's another one. Oh, you 
I say that like it's a bad thing, but. <laughs> Han has like a protege. Everybody's a spy. Yeah. Han's a spy because Mr. Nobody Knows Han because of Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Yes. She was in there. Yeah, remember she died. That was how, what I know her from. That's what brought him back was his love for her. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> Family. Oh, the chain! It's every shot, every all shot. the time. I, I, with the flashback, I saw yeah. the other driver. That that's where he got the chain from. But uh, back to Dom pulling down an entire bunker with his bare hands. You know the thing from uh, Justice League. <laughs> you know the thing from Justice League when they were fighting inside that thing where the water comes in and they're inside that giant like under. Yeah, He's yeah, in like one a- of those things. He takes two chains and pulls down the, the concrete pillars it on survives. top. They fall easily 200 feet into water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you he die, right? Or you're at least fucked up, right? Not <laughs> one scratch. Guess who dives in after him? Emroto. Emroto. Oh, my God. Guess, the, the crazy part about that is the whole point of him fucking pulling the shit down was so nobody could get to them because he closed the door, right? From the outside. From the outside. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did she get in the water to save him if it was closed from the outside? She dove in like she went like that, but I'm telling you, Nate, it was one of those falls where it's so small at the bottom. You're like, oh, I didn't know there was water down there. I thought <laughs> it was just empty. <laughs> You're just fucking, fuck it. <laughs> so she was just like, it's so far you definitely hit like terminal velocity yeah you would have hit all the fucking cinder blocks <laughs> that came down from with you <laughs> there was none of that in the water with him and how could you see to find him can we body? can we say i want to say some real life shit right now i almost died on sunday oh what happened jesus christ <laughs> so i literally almost got okay okay so, us is going to come in a little bit, guys. <laughs> We're getting there. Okay, this is... A, okay, so I was making a smoothie, right? <laughs> and please, I know, I know this is dumb. But... You are Amanda's brother. So, oh my God. I'm, I know it's about to be I, some Amanda shit. I'm almost embarrassed to say this shit, but <laughs> it's hilarious. So, I was making a smoothie... And so I, we, okay. So, so while I was making the smoothie, the shit at the bottom wouldn't break. So I had to like kind of shake it up, whatever, and then put it back. Right. So what I, so what I did was while it was going, I was like, it's not going to work if I do it and then start it. So what I did was. While it was like fucking crushing every, like spinning everything, blending everything, I put a sharp knife down there, going like, <laughs> and so this shit hit the bottom, the shit that was spinning at the bottom, went okay. So, so this shit hit the the blades at the bottom, right? The fucking knife disappears. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? For like three seconds, I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I'm, I was like, this, my first thought, 
my first thought is that this blender just blended the knife. I was like, this knife just broke. And then so I'm literally like, what the fuck just happened to my knife? And then out of nowhere, this knife flies right in front of my face. Comes right down from the ceiling. And I'm like, this shit could have just stabbed me in the fucking head right now. I almost fucking got stabbed in the head from a blender shooting up a knife and then coming down. This shit landed right in front of me on the counter. That's oh. some shit you need to write down to put in a movie because, first of all, that's the dumbest shit you could have ever done. Yeah. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> so you just had the knife and it was just like, Bing! it was like, <laughs> and I was trying to like break up the shit and the shit hit the blade. When fucking so goes the out, I'm like, handle was still in your hand, or the whole knife disappeared. No, no, like no, everything gone. <laughs> like, no, the knife is dis. It looked like I didn't even see it fly up. I thought it was in the blender. I was like, this shit Did just it make a noise. And no, oh, you hear, and then it fucking <laughs> that shit disappeared. I hear that noise, and my knife disappears out of my hand. And then, like, a second later, knife comes flying down in front of my face. And I'm like, literally, I was standing there, like, frozen for, like, 10 seconds. I was like, oh, my God. I almost fucking died right now. Like, that shit could have just, boom, dead. And you know what I thought about? A thousand ways to die? Um, when I fucking fractured my toe. Do you oh, remember that? Yeah, you said it was blood everywhere or something. Like, I, oh, how did, oh okay, here's what I, let me tell the story on, about me fracturing my toe. I don't know if that's going to be as funny as the fucking knife. <laughs> that shit is fucking hilarious. So what happened was, when I fractured my toe, this is literally the day the Irishman came out. So I was in the kitchen. I bumped into my dog's water bowl and I literally like in a fucking movie fucking start slipping backwards. Like I can't get my feet. Like it's literally there's water all over the tile. So I'm like, and then fucking like my toe smashes the fridge, like annihilates the fridge, just my big toe. And I was like, Fuck! Like that shit hurt bad. I thought I stubbed my toe really bad, and so I, I cleaned up. I like the whole time my fucking toe hurts, but I cleaned up all the water, dried it all up, whatever. Then I sat down and I was like, "Damn, that shit fucking hurt." And then for like five minutes, I'm like, "Hey, this shit still fucking hurt. Like I might have broke my shit." And then I called my dad and I was like, "Hey, uh, I think I might need to go to the hospital or emergency room or some shit because my shit, like I just slipped and." This- I hate that. And I'm like, this shit hurt, like, bad. And then he was like, are you for real? Like, scale of 1 to 10. I'm like, I don't know. But this shit, like, is fucked up. Because this, like, I know stubbing my toe. I've stubbed my toe millions of times. But this was like, damn. You like, knew that it went further down the pain. Yeah. So I was like, this needs, probably needs some medical attention. Yeah. So I had to wear, like, a little, like, toe cast for, like, a week. And, uh... That, that's how I had time to watch The Irishman. 
That's and that's how I remember when it came out because I got back home from the ER and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll watch the oh, Irishman." The ER sucks, dude. So, oh my god, the knife thing, <sighs> top tier, top tier story. Because <laughs> that is next level, like stupidity. Yeah. yeah, like it's like the first direction they say. <laughs> Oh no! It's like the first direction they tell you was do not turn it on when the top is not on there. Yeah, I put my the fucking knife. And in then there. you said, "Let me put a knife in there." This thing goes like four thousand RPM. Like a sharp knife. That's why it disappears. This yeah, not a like, butter knife. <laughs> this shit was a fucking knife. Like, There's a part of me that thinks it may have stuck in the ceiling for a little bit. It must have went like ding and then, and then like <laughs> came back down. Jesus. Like, <laughs> he was like. <laughs> That was Jesus, like, hey, don't but be you fucking said stupid. It didn't even make like a ping noise. You just like it said, <laughs> and then fucking disappeared. It didn't cut your hand or anything. No, just fucking gone, like, <laughs> like a magic trick. Like I didn't see it move. Like it moved so fast. I thought it. I literally thought I'm what like this shit was, is gone. What was happening with the liquid as this was happening? Did it still flying everywhere? Oh no, it was all in there. Nothing else like came out. It was just the knife disappeared, like gone, like, like it could have went up and cut your finger off. It could have done anything. Any, it could have knocked your. It could have took your eye out. Yeah. Cut your throat right there in the kitchen. Jugular could have went like that. Yeah, shit was intense. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of getting stabbed, on to us. Oh, on to us. All right, guys. Fucking, let's get this podcast started, dude. <sighs> Man, so we got the energy up now. All right. That's what we need. We might need to I cut out. Needed the, the I just needed the Fast and the Furious. That's all I needed. But, um. We're not cutting none of that out. <laughs> the, oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, So, Us, 2019, Jordan Peele's sophomore movie. Uh, uh What's, uh, first time you guys watched it? Well, I was with you guys, so. Yeah, every time you say that, I forget that. I don't remember going to the movie to see this. On Easter. Probably the worst Easter we've had. I've had. But we made up for it for going to the movies that night. Don't remember that or Easter. Or evening. Is that the Easter where Zoe dropped the rice? No, no, no. <laughs> that was the, the Easter before that. Oh, okay. This was the one where we basically had no Easter. Remember? Oh, yeah. I kind of vaguely yeah. remember that. Very weird day. And then we're like... Oh, yeah, because nobody felt like doing something. Yeah, some we were all, like, like, everybody was on a different vibe that day. And so... Not us. We, me, you, my brother, and Menda. Yeah, we all... Said, we were all together. The kids were with somebody, Amy. 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 Yeah. Were with Amy, and then my mom and my dad were off doing their own thing. They were just at home, I think, chilling. Mm-hmm. But we were like, let's go see us, and then we went to go see it at uh, Tempe Marketplace. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Do we live over there? Yeah, it was 2018. 2019. Oh, no, we were back at home then, back with y'all. Yeah, and it was like February, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, it's Easter. That's like March, right? The same shit. Yeah, so we just came back to y'all. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, saw it. I saw it. That was my second time watching it, was with you guys. Because mm-hmm. I saw it in theaters opening night, opening weekend, at least. Um, But you guys want to speak first on first time watching it? Or sure. you do? <clears throat> Your, do you remember your first reactions? Do you remember how you felt? I felt way more uneasy. Get Out was like an, uh, like I felt angry. Mm-hmm. It was one of those like, 
this was us is a thriller, but it was more suspenseful. Yeah, and Get Out was way more like I've. Like you're like, <gasps> I was gonna say us is like a big mind fuck, but they're both big mind. They're fucks. huge mind fucks. <laughs> I think that's what he's done now. That's the first thing I remember about us is like looking for Jordan Peele things. Like, yeah. okay, what's the symbolism this time? Everybody, because that's what everybody and that's what everybody it, kept doing. Yeah, that's... they keep calling it Get Out too because they forget the name. Because they're like, like I'm looking for the symbolism. A lot of symbolism mm-hmm. in the movie because it's just like I did. There was a lot of stuff I didn't understand well actually first time i watched it i just liked it of course this type of movie i mean just, yeah that's how it's supposed to be watching a movie like yeah. the first time you see a movie you just let it looking for shit yeah you just let it fucking you watch the movie you experience the movie yeah. usually i don't start analyzing something until i see it like the third time because i movies are meant to be rewatched. like you can't just see something one time and then you know what i mean like if you really like it you should watch it at least twice so yeah, we watched it twice so i watched yeah i watched it uh when it came out i watched it with, which is funny because when i went to go see it for the first time i went with this girl i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm like i don't have to say her name don't say her name but uh, girl i was with this girl and we went we saw it at westgate mm-hmm. and uh i went to go and she lives on the west side mm-hmm. So it was basically on my way there. Mm-hmm. And so we went to go see it. And she was like, oh, here's the, she had the tickets and everything. So we went to go see, go to the movie theaters, uh, walking into one of the theaters. And I forgot what other movie was out at the same time. But it was, not, it was like some kind of KKK movie or political movie in like the 60s. Was it Black Klansman? No. Oh. That was a year before. I just watched that too this past week. Mm-hmm. I rewatched Black Klansman. Great fucking movie. But I uh uh we went into some other movie that had to do with the KKK or some political shit and we sat down, we were late. And so uh we sat down and we were like Oh, okay. So it's starting off as like a political, like KKK shit, mm-hmm. and we were, and then we sat there for about three minutes, and we were like, I don't think this is the movie. <laughs> we were like, this is the wrong movie, and we like got up, walked out, and then got into, and we we're like, okay, it's this one, and so we got in, and we got in, we walked in at the part and sat down, and it was the part, it was the beginning still where she was in the Hall of Mirrors. Oh yeah, in the okay, very beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were still in. We just missed the very beginning yeah. where they were walking around the board, the Santa Monica mm-hmm. shit. And so when people were saying all oh, the Santa Monica, the opening scene, I was like, "What the fuck are they talking yeah, about?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw it with you guys, and I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. Which there's actually a reference to uh, the Lost Boys in us in the beginning. I figured there was because when uh, the scene in Lost Boys when they're on the carousel. In the in us in the beginning, they say, "Oh, they're shooting a movie right over there by the carousel." Uh, talking about Lost very, Boys. That's a cool little Easter egg. Like that's very true to the time. Yeah, and it takes place. It's nineteen eighty six, eighty four, eighty six. They would have been shooting the movie. Yeah, it was like time, like mm-hmm. the same time. So it is so very. He's like, really telling you like. This yeah, exactly and the whole Michael Jackson thriller shirt mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. is like true to the times. Yeah, 80s were so cool, man. And so I noticed that like the second time watching it with you guys. Like mm-hmm. literally the second time watching it, I was able to nerd out about it. And then so um, also all the 1111 shit 
I picked up on the second time, which is genius. Like with the twins and then the Jeremiah eleven eleven homeless sign. Yes, the I wanted to. If anybody doesn't know, I'm not. This is just for context. Why that was so important in the movie. The scripture says. Oh shit! You have it right here. Yeah. Therefore, thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Basically saying, I'm going to bring, the Lord said, I'm going to cause evil. You're going to cry out for help, and I'm going to say no. Mm-hmm. And that That's is, some dark shit. That sets up the, the tone of the movie very heavily. Mm-hmm. And, and, there's, and, uh, and if you have to read the whole, I'm sure, taken out of context, I mean, that sounds all cryptic and shit, but I bet if you read the whole chapter, it probably does have something to Actually, do yeah. with the entire plot of the movie of, like, why would God say, no, I'm not going to help you? Mm-hmm. And it probably has something to do with, like, because you said no to them or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like and that. that's, like, with my analysis, I guess, of the movie summed up, mm-hmm. is that, like, with Get Out and doing... As much research for the past two weeks on Jordan Peele, yeah, and watching his movies like a fucking madman, and watching Twilight Zone and all that, I Get Out was a very like push to blame to white people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like those are the bad guys. Yes, yes, yes. And then with us, you think who's the bad guy? It's fuck. It's, it's us. Like it's you. It's no like specific. It's uh, literally about fighting demons and not trying to bury them. Literally underground. Who are you guys? We're Americans. That spoke to the whole movie. The when, entire movie was like you. I think you well, it was, understood. The whole more. movie was that scene. <clears throat> yes. w- was them confronting themselves mm-hmm. literally, and I just it's a genius movie for people who don't really give it the credit. That it deserves, you have to rewatch it now because it's it's time. It's a, a timeless lot of movie. Don't watch movies like that. I've, <clears throat> I remember hearing some people that are like, "Oh, I don't want to see that because it's too political." I'm like, "Have you seen the fucking movie?" Like, Us isn't as isn't that political when you take it face value. I hear people say political, like polit- The fact that you wrap up race relations in politics is. Right. foolish it's right. not mm-hmm. about it's not political it's mm-hmm. like it's not but choosing was, a side it's telling you like, a story right but like he, and he said he's like it's not a black movie it just has it's like, a black family exactly. like they have a fucking vacation home yeah. like they have they, a boat it's not like black it's not about black it's problems black it's people. it's americans <laughs> yeah so he people just casted black yeah black the people and that which, work for him which i should say how is this the first lupita nyong'o story leading role because she I'm praising the Lord right now since nobody can't see she, that woman she killed this movie yeah. twice yeah in one like, movie how do you do it yeah the way she executed first of all beautiful woman just she is gorgeous I every shot of her very rarely are there people like that very yeah. rarely are there people like that mm-hmm. who damn Lost my fucking train of thoughts. That Lupita. fucking can you pick a different <laughs> like you gotta pick Lup- a different alarm. Yeah. That throws my whole shit off. Lupita. Very rarely do people look great with from every shot. 
Mm-hmm. But every shot from the side, front, like above, she looks I wanna, amazing. I, the scene where Elizabeth Moss, her Elizabeth Moss, her tethered character, mm-hmm. when she, when when Lupita is handcuffed to the bed, when 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 Elizabeth Moss goes up to her, I if I were to ever meet Elizabeth Moss, I would be like, how beautiful is Lupita Nyong'o's skin when you were up close to her in that it scene? Was, that scene. <laughs> Was a callback to when she was at the beach and she said, "Some maybe she's remember she said oh, I got uh, a, a she's talk. got a little and she was like, well, you don't have to worry about that yeah. more." And it was like that is a such a real thing in real life when people be like throwing shade real quick. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I loved about it is uh-huh. that there, it was about relate like with them the the Elizabeth Moss and the other guy. I don't know his name. Fucking, uh, they were both hilarious, by yes. the way. Elizabeth Moss and the guy. Both of their characters. Even when they played their tethered version, and, they were hilarious. And how, just how relations, like, that's such a realistic, like, middle-aged marriage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then hilarious. When, and then their tethered versions, people, oh, when uh, when Abe, which was, uh, what's Gabe's? Fucking tethered. Yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the opposite of Winston Duke. Yeah. When he, would, when he was at the boat and he was, ooh. Ooh, I didn't. I always thought he was talking to his family. He was talking to him because mm-hmm. the I was like, oh, because that's the relationship. They're yeah. like in competition with each with other with the boat and shit. So yeah. that's what that was. They were talking. They he was like, oh, I got him, bitch, I got him. And he was, like, I'm about to get mine, motherfucker. And I was like, yeah, like oh, when I'm, the boat went out and he was like talking shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, of course your boat would go out. Mm-hmm. You can't afford to do shit. And their mm-hmm. grunts were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the when the white dude when it when uh, uh, Winston Duke the not his tethered character yes uh, Gabe, his actual Gabe, Gabe when yeah, Gabe Abraham um, points the flare gun before uh, he walks in the white guy he's like uh. <laughs> he does, throws his hands and the shot of his like feet when he turns in that doorway the framing of that yes. is in. I'm glad you picked. I'm so glad you picked that up because I noticed like the box within a box was great. I was like that gave you the anxiety of like he has nowhere to go right Mm -hmm. now. That was such a great shot. No fucking where to go right now. But Lupita Nyong'o back to her again. Yeah, the way she killed. She took a took actual ballet lessons for this role when she was like trying to tell him to shut up. He was funny in that part alone. He was like, excuse me? <laughs> when he said it, excuse me? And she was like, Gabe, shut up. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, that he, he was definitely the comic relief. He was yes. definitely, like, the audience, for the audience. Yes. Like, he was like Rod from Get Out. Yes, 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 he it, was. It's like if Rod from Get Out is like a sequel if he had a family. They never it was, let it get too, too serious. He never let it get to where it's mm-hmm. like... Like the whole, if cool. you want to get crazy, yeah, we could get crazy. And he was like, "Oh, all right." And he <laughs> goes back inside, and he's, he's like, "Okay, we need to call somebody." Yeah, he's a uh, and the, the score. That's what we wanted to talk about last week. Mm-hmm. The whole <laughs> the be- I think Zoe was uncomfortable from the beginning of. We let her watch it. By the, the whole way. thing. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. She came and slept in the. I have Zoe hasn't slept in our bed probably in four years. <laughs> Probably four years. That's so great, though. I love. That's why I can't wait to have kids because we're gonna go out 
to fucking Prescott while it's snowing and we're going to watch The Shining and we're going to mm-hmm. watch fucking Misery yeah. mm-hmm. like and just scare the shit out of I my kids. Amanda's being such a mom. She's like, Zoe, you don't have to watch it. I'm like, no, you're going to watch this movie. Just so she can grow up and be like, I watched Us with my parents and I it scared That's the shit out of me. It scared like, the shit out of me. I was like, this is the age where you start need to get scared. Because mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, horror movies teach you a lot of survival skills when you're out in the world. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm, probably shouldn't yeah. walk that way. <laughs> and the, even the daughter yeah, in the movie, the, she plays it to where, like, I'm going to close this door while I go through the house. Like, she has audience-level logic when it comes yes. to horror movies. I think that's what you also like about a lot of Jordan Peele's movies is that when they react, they react like you would do, and mm-hmm. they still get in trouble, so that makes you more like, yeah. how the fuck are you going <laughs> to... You actually did what I would yeah. do. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, you leaving those doors open? Like, kind of like, shit. No, he closed the door, <laughs> and then they beat you around the other way or some shit like yeah. that. Like, the fucking like the the tethered uh, little girl, their daughter, the track runner. Yeah, yeah. Yes, she, yes. She was like, where did you keep popping up from? Like, mm-hmm. gee, where are you coming from? Yeah. And like... Yeah, she she's gonna the whole family. She's gonna be a superstar. Whoever the, whole, the fuck that the daughter is, boy, yeah, like that's insane. His, his the last thirty minutes of the movie, his performance is probably the best mm-hmm. for sure. It's a trap. Get out. Well, and he puts his mask down. I like the little niggas in go mode. Yeah, he's like on it. The daughter real. and the the brother. The, I, my favorite shot of the movie is him backing up into the fire. That's the best shot. I seen that in theaters was the best thing I've ever seen. For him to realize that in the in the moment of like, oh yeah, I can do something. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, um, Lupita's character. Yeah. Like no, 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 no. She cares about. She cares about him, like not trying. Yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't want him to get hurt. Mm -hmm. At the same time, the son's like. <laughs> like we got a fucking <laughs> and that's when and that's when somebody somebody pointed that out late I think after I saw it like the third time and you know you kind of just google stuff I'd be like what is people talking about now about the movie mm-hmm. and you're like well if you notice that the children were very quick to yeah, violence yeah they kind of hopped they're on like, it they're like they're half tethered because it's a modern horror movie they have the internet you know what yes. I mean like they apply that to like when the little girl in the beginning of the movie she was like you know they're putting fluoride in the water to the government's gonna control our minds mm-hmm. like they're on that type of thinking level but also your mom is a psycho yeah. I mean, that can be passed on, which has been signed. It's like they were very like, oh, we're in survival mode. We're going to kill people now. Yeah. You, they had, they no, had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. They were just like, oh, we're in some, it's, shit's going it's down. It's time to. We're he going to start. Down, he, was, he grabbed that fucking rock. He <laughs> killed somebody. They were oh, talking about their body counts. The, yeah. yeah, that shit was wild, too. <laughs> the, the the amethyst. Yeah. The, I wonder what that was about. I think that was just it's a big ass rock. But what is amethyst, babe? You're the crystal. That's leader. that's the mind stone. What right? is the amethyst? What is amethyst? That's like one of the chakras, right? Yeah, it's like a calm, like a centering, calming, balance. That's not what he used it for in that movie. Right. He smashed her ass. But also something that big, that heavy, is a lot of money. Yes, they were rich. So, that's yeah. what they were also trying to show. Yeah, you got that shit at your beach house, at your lake house, like all just... that money, baby. That's what that scene was about. All that money never saved y'all. As much as y'all were being dickheads, that mm-hmm. money never and, saved and y'all. Also, and she also, and she also, the the little kid hit 
her with the amethyst in the head. Yes. Because that's the crown chakra. Mm. And smashed her. I just figured this was like a kill shot because he's a kid. It's mm-hmm. you're we're killing people. Which also, if you had anything, you would hit it in the head. Yes. But and then you see your sister beats up with a putter, not even like a fucking with a putter. I was just about to not say even that. a fucking like An iron, iron, nine iron. iron. I don't no, know. I don't know clubs. Yeah, I don't know fucking clubs. I know putters, and I know that there's a nine iron. I think nine iron is the one that they kill people with. Normally yeah, and, and but she has a putter movies. and just. Like she poof. hits her, hits her, stab in the mouth, stab it. I'm like, did you stab? Her and in then the after eye? the first one, you see her like shaking her arm. She's like, fuck, like getting warmed up. I'm like, damn. She's this like, I, and then they get to the car and they're so calm about their body count. They're like, I have the they're, highest body count. Yeah, they're like, so. And the dad, he was like, well, you have one, you have one, and he has one, and I have two. So technically, I should be driving, like kind of <laughs> right. And it's just like, why are y'all talking about this so calmly? Your children just killed people. Yeah, that's. But just... also, you—that was the start of you seeing that she already knew. You knew she had like a weird sense of what's going on. The first time I saw the movie, you don't know. Yeah, that you don't know. I was about to say the second time around, it hits her acting as untethered, cautious as she was. She was scared of. Because she knew the plan. She was scared for a different reason. Because mm-hmm. so, she didn't know what was going to happen. She you had, know what I mean? I think my, her whole thing in that movie was she was afraid of karma. Because she knew what exactly. she did. That's literally her demons. Yeah, her demon was literally the original version. The, I hate to say it that way in that movie. Like because the, she said that because it kind of made you feel. She was like, they cloned these people, but they couldn't clone their souls. So they were lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder what that whole like sentence means. It has to be like a deeper, like, mm-hmm. how do you clone somebody and have like, I know they're trying to basically say like, there's a group of people in America that are being forgotten about. Like you don't care. Yeah. There's they also don't care about each other anymore. Camera. This movie has a big homelessness. Uh, yes undertone to it it's a classism movie it feels yeah like how we do nothing about (laughs) i mean that's what i said that on the podcast before of like uh like imagine a utopian society in the future and like our great great grandchildren will be like so what was 2015 like and it'll be like like, oh yeah like we had a bunch of homeless people and we did nothing about it and Mm -hmm. just hope they didn't run after us and Mm -hmm. that, that that was a I was just listening to the episode where I was just like, yeah, we threw every black person in jail. <laughs> For- it's just like, it's the, but it's, the, it's that movie where it's, um, eventually they will rise up and make you upset. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, there's only but so long you can tell somebody it's your fault that you don't have money. Mm-hmm. And like you said, with karma, like, the shit we are not doing and not addressing with ourselves and the shit that we're doing. Is going to come back and haunt us, and that's to do with with Lupita that whole with Lupita's character of what she did, and now she when she saw an uprising, how the orig- quote unquote original her started a revolution and mm-hmm. planned this all out, and like when she said in her opening mon- or the tethered opening monologue when she first came into the house, she was saying like I've been waiting for this day for so long. Mm-hmm. And then so she planned out this huge revolution about everybody coming out of the tethered, whatever, the underground. The right? underground, yes. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's uh, such a well-thought-out movie. So, uh, to me... Even without all, like, esoteric stuff. Yeah, like, the how her, their weapon, her weapon could have easily been a knife, but he decided to use gold scissors, mm-hmm. gold, like, shears. 
like for like the more to to more like capture the metaphor of untethering of of separating yes even that scene when they're about to do the final battle she snips the the last two red uh family cutouts that she had remember she had like the family yeah she's like and she then she cuts the last two and i was like they just that was like the untethering like Mm -hmm. now they're about to like go down i was like that's about to be the final fight like such a great scene yeah it's just like snip and that so back to what i was gonna say at the house was that's what i was gonna say the when you watch it the second time you see all the subtle like trying to let you know that she's the tether like when she killed her the first time and she made the noise and the remember the the boy walks in and she's like ah! and she makes that noise and she turns around and she's like oh shit oh yeah, like, yeah yeah when she kills the person she's like she kills the last like, twin yeah she's like <sighs> like she's like a fucking animal yeah and and the boy's like oh fuck like kind of thing I, oh shit she She's like turned into like this different person. Like she like triggered something. She has been trying to keep her demons in for so long, and now every you can't even like she can't even fight it anymore. Mm -hmm. Now it's like this, all this shit that's going down is like the karma's coming back. You're having to become this person. The true colors, yeah. Even if you don't want to be, you did all of this shit to get here. All this, you had to learn how to be like a person. Yeah, learn how to speak. Yeah, that's what they was like. What's wrong with her? And that that's the greatest and, part and how the they they play it off of like oh she's that's her personality she's yes. like a shy like mm-hmm. kind of like socially yes but in the beginning she's not mm-hmm. her her what's her name Lupita no. no the Adelaide Adelaide as a little girl she's like no like she's very, she's very vocal she's very vocal oh yeah 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 sure. before this switch she just yeah. wandered off first this entire movie is her fault yeah I told Amanda <laughs> <laughs> like. She was you're a terrible child. Yeah. You You're suck. Like, you are fucking awful. If you would have never wandered off, millions of people would have never got stabbed across the country. If you would have just listened to your mom and went to the fucking bathroom. Like, <laughs> like every other. Been... That was the only part that was kind of like, as a black family, right. I'm like, you talking about no. I don't nah. have to go. <laughs> My mother would have been like, uh... We're going to the nah. bathroom. Right. Let's go. Because I don't trust... Honestly, my man would probably be like... Yeah, you're at your Santa dad. Monica. Like, <laughs> right. My dad, I don't trust your father to watch you. He's playing whack-a-mole right now. Amanda <laughs> knows that me and you are playing fucking uh, un- Injustice at David yeah. Buster's. You should probably watch the fucking kids. Yeah, we're not doing <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm not paying attention to these kids right now. I blame everybody in that movie. The dad, the mom, and the daughter. All of you suck. It's all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> essentially but, but it really is but i did like the um the underground tunnel thing because that's a real thing that's actually a very true statement there are thousands of miles of like weird that tunnels. are unused yeah. like it's it's insane yeah and yeah. i love how he uses that unused as some conspiracy theories will say unused that's a whole different that's a podcast whole thing, guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a whole thing yeah we we're not gonna make this a three hour <laughs> but um um yeah i i'm just the the theme the traits that jordan peele decides to use mm-hmm. as a tool mm-hmm. to further the story yeah. is like, genius uh, Mm-hmm. And then, oh, by the way, uh, Winston Duke is ginormous. Right. He's a that's why he's that in is, Baku. That is insane right. how big he is. That's like why he's in Baku. He looks 
a million times bigger in that big ass right. red jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But Abe, his, his tethered yeah. partner, is, like, more aggressive. Yeah, uh, like, dominant. But yeah. Red is the boss. She'd be like, and then doing all them weird Yeah, do the weird, like, sounds and... Hand. She That's how she talks. But she talks to them in each of their weird little, yeah. like... Yeah. She doesn't talk to the son at all because he doesn't make no noise. So she just goes and, like, interacts with him. Doing and the little son, like, movie. growling and shit. Yeah. That shit's crazy. The shit is, uh, he was fucked up. When she he was born to love fire and that's shit. What, that was my favorite scene. Most rewatchable. When she explains the difference. Every, their, their exact polar opposite And And they, she s- literally explains it as such an esoteric way yes. of, like, how it's almost biblical. Mm-hmm. Of, Are we using that word too much this episode, esoteric? It's almost an esoteric movie. I mean, they. I mean, they're kind of, I mean is it right? Yeah, right, it so is. One point that is it secret knowledge? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. One point that and, I wanted to to point out was that was I that was one of my top five scenes for sure of like when she's explaining like how they're connected. Yeah. That's a great scene. And how, like, as a performance, Lupita, like, as the the tethered, she's able to keep you pulled in with that, like, like, terrifying voice. You just forget, like, you know that they're the same, all of them play it so well, you know they're the same person, but you really feel like they're not the same person. You forget, like, oh, that's also Lupita Nyong'o. Like, like, you're a different person. You literally are exuding that you're a completely different person. If, All the entire family. Mm-hmm. The little boy playing the crazy little crawly kid. Like, mm-hmm. the daughter and her weird smile. Yeah, which is another with thing. no eyebrows and shit. With no, I love the fact that they... The opposite of crying is what? Laughing. Mm-hmm. So, do you ever notice that none of them could cry? They were, That's when she was like, she was born laughing. The daughter was mm-hmm. born laughing. They can't... They don't... When... Uh, I... Damn. The, what's the, what's I didn't the even catch that. What's the You know her name. You Elizabeth just, Moss. Elizabeth Moss. When her husband her, gets blown up and she's like trying to cry. She can't cry she and laughing. then she starts laughing. Because yeah. she can't cry. She, they don't know how to like exude that emotion. Yeah. I thought that that was just because she really wanted him dead. Yeah. I mean that too. Probably. Because like that was the tethered... Because they really didn't like... She was like, I hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but... I mean, I say that to you all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean that's real life. That was foreshadowing for sure. <laughs> like that's some that's some marriages out there. They're, they're like I really wish she would die. When her, like, when her and Lupita are talking and she's like, yeah, I'm just not that big of a talker. Mm-hmm. Nah, bitch. But I like, and I liked how Red's voice was dry because that shows that she hasn't talked for the past. Mm-hmm. I love that touch. years or some shit like that. She hasn't talked also, in forever. Oh, yeah, when she was, oh, yeah, she did squeeze her and made her pass out. So she's been all fucked up since then. Just like the little whistle when she got stabbed. That shit's shit's scary. (laughs) That shit was. But that was, if you, the first time seeing the movie, that was the moment you're like, oh, shit, they (laughs) switched. Before they even do the whole, like, they show them switching. Yeah. Like, when she did, though, because you're like, oh, the other one couldn't fucking whistle. That's the song she was. And I told Amanda, when she was whistling that song, 
the other one was whistling back backwards. Did yeah, you ever notice that? I didn't know it was backwards. It was backwards. It was just reversed. It was the same song I didn't, reversed. I didn't catch it reversed, but I, I did notice it was like a different... No, it was the difference was that it was backwards. She mm. was singing the same exact song, but it was backwards Dang. and reversed. Also, the genius of the I Got Five on it, make it into a fucking horror song. Dun, dun. That terrifying. And it's just like... Gah! It's so now, smart. I can't hear that song now and think of it being scary. You kind of want to play that song and the score together at the same now time. Now it's a, now that the original song is scary to me. Because mm-hmm. it, it terrifies. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to see somebody that looks just like me. Which is the origin of how Jordan Peele came up with this. He was yeah, like, That makes sense. He's like, a fear of mine is being at, in New York, looking across the subway station and seeing someone that looks just like me. What? He said that's a big fear. Of, it's always Honestly, been a big fear. Honestly, it of is like not a fear of mine, but I've thought about that. I think mm-hmm. I would throw up. Like if I saw like another me, mm-hmm. I'd be like, <clears throat> just instantaneous. If you saw a doppelganger, yeah, like I did that one time when I was, <laughs> I was a kid. I was playing in a McDonald's play place, mm-hmm. and I was in there by myself, and I knew that, so I was <laughs> crawling. And then I, it was a mirror when I turned the corner. And I, it, the mirror, this is the cleanest mirror I've ever seen in my life. Because I thought there was like a whole nother part of the play place. And, and I thought fucking, there was a kid in there. Yeah. So I came and I was like, and I just screamed in the fucking play place. Just echoed throughout the thing. And they were, my mom was like, what happened? I was like, oh, never mind. I just slid down the slide. <laughs> and that was it. And I just had to tell that story. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 it makes me excited after rewatching both of his movies and, and seeing his production on uh, Twilight Zone. His Do you think that's gonna fuck up? Nope. What? Like we're gonna be looking for stuff now. No, no, not looking for stuff. It's got me like, what is he gonna use now? Like What's as his, a platform. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He used like doppelgangers, and then he used like literally mind control or mind mm-hmm. consumption. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is he gonna do now? The hands across America thing. If, I'm sure you're not aware of that. And it's definitely like some years after me. Mm-hmm. But I kind of knew about it. It was kind of dying off in like 1997, 98. Was when it like, yeah, it was like a failed charity yeah, it was Because it, it wasn't that, it was failed because it was like attached to Reagan. It was like, yeah, it was like. Eh. When I was doing research on it, it was it was It was like, mad like racist and like it wasn't, it was, they didn't want to hold Yeah, it, it was it good intentions, but terrible execution. Oh my God. God, the people who left it too, but it really was a uh, the hands across America thing. How they actually went from coast to coast, <laughs> yeah. How they, they completed their that was like another story of like kind of like uh, how they say that's when Martin Luther King got assassinated. Mm-hmm. He, they were found with the racism. Once you start talking about bringing poor people up, mm-hmm. that's when we don't like that <laughs> shit because there's way more of us than there are of you. Mm-hmm. There's way more poor people than there are rich people. And that, yeah, that game for sure. Even just if we're just talking about people who make over four hundred thousand dollars a year, that's still only like probably nine percent, ten percent of the country. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like very few people make a really fifty percent of the people in this country right now are living like below poverty, like poverty line or below. Yeah, there's no there's no middle class. No, there's none. There's none. I'm actually writing a paper on that right now. Like there's no middle class right now. You're either broke. Or you're doing fucking all you're right. Trying, you're <laughs> trying really hard to not be broke in the next 10 years because you know it's coming. But anyway, that's what I liked about that movie was like, 
even like that's why also it also brought up me watching like a bunch of zombie stuff lately and like coming to the realization you're like oh the biggest monster in any zombie movie is the humans Mm -hmm. it's never the fucking zombies like it's always the fucking humans Mm -hmm. that's talking about the self-realization of in within like films like us like like literally how that's how i always every time i bring up there was a conversation i was i had with mendo one morning and while we were in the car of talking about 2001 a space odyssey how like how i how spiritual that film is to me Mm -hmm. and how much i look like that's not even a movie to me that's just like i don't even know how to describe it that's like fucking biblical shit that you Mm -hmm. like praise and like look look to for philosophical advice and how with that movie with self-realization like for me like what i get from 2001 is that the universe is within us like we're the aliens Mm -hmm. and that how the 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 duality of the universe and how and almost like ad astra as well exactly i was just about to say and how within the story within ad astra is people trying to look for answers out in literally in Neptune, trying to go to Mars, trying to go to the moon. As if humans aren't... It's as if we're not exciting enough for some people. Mm-hmm. Almost as if... I, those one, that is the, one of those... I like how you like brought that up. I, I was going to try to connect uh, us and whatever I was talking about before, but forget that. The zombie movie? Yes, zombie movies. But I like how you just said that because... That shows that humans, I don't know if, do we all go through it where you're like, this isn't enough. Like, you need God at some point, or <laughs> yeah. like, you oh, need a degree. Just, that's or, what Ad Astra is essentially about. And what I had seen of like the concept of, from us of like the people who have souls versus those who are soulless. Yeah, mm-hmm. and are like, you. Mm-hmm. Go off. Mm-hmm. You lived actually, above ground. Right. You actually had a chance to have a With these other people being good. And these other people being suppressed, literally buried underground. Yeah. And you want to call, call them quote unquote soulless, and they have the intent to kill. Mm-hmm. And without remorse, mm-hmm. they didn't have a chance to feel what it was like to. And being and being forced, forced being forced to make these decisions yeah. like it's me or you. Yeah, because that's what that's what it was. But that's what every zombie. Every I love these movies. Two thousand one is Space Odyssey. It's all like this big deep dive into human nature. And you know I've said it before. Like we often forget that we're animals until you watch a zombie movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was watching that show Black Summer today, and there was a scene. There was like the first like forty to thirty minutes of this, this episode. They were just going around. Like, marauders were just like stealing from each other. You're like, give me all your stuff, mm-hmm. and then they were driving around and like give in, me your stuff. And, and then they go and then they're like, and, and at Astra, how shooting each other, just belligerently, just like, wow, I need your shit. And at Astra, when they lands on the moon, and when he's going from that base, the landing base to where he's going to go to Neptune or to Mars, mm-hmm. th- on the way there's pirates. There's yeah. fucking 
There's, and then you know what the worst part about it is? Is that everybody accepted it. In your head, you're like, of course. Yeah, everyone else Everyone else is like, oh, like, they're no, fucking coming. I'm talking about like, the audience. Like the audience, you mm-hmm. say to yourself. Oh, yeah, they're of like. Of course there's going to be pirates on the moon because we live in America and we know that you guys are dickheads mm-hmm. no matter what planet yeah, you're Yeah, that's on. why like the opening. To me, I've said this on the Ad Astra episode. Yeah. To where how when he's landing on the moon or landing on each planet or whatever he it's a different experience every single time Mm -hmm. of what you feel and the feeling it gives and when he's landing on the moon it's such a spiritual sequence like Mm -hmm. it's so like pure but when he actually goes into the base and walks out and you see the society that they built on the moon yeah there's a fucking applebee's there you you knew Every we talk, we joke about it with Jeff Bezos and fucking Elon Musk and Mars, but it is exactly what they say about that fucking. It's like we don't like the fact that billionaires are doing that. I would feel better if a government was doing it, and I know it probably be some like warfare shit trying to get ahead. Yeah, but it would also bring about more than likely like scientific research instead of just like. I got a bigger dick than you, mm-hmm. and I can get to this place and colonize it. Because all yeah. you're gonna do is build a fucking Tesla factory on Mars. Yeah, I was about to say. As a fucking god there. I was about to say like they're about to fucking build an Amazon warehouse. Yeah, like fucking... come on, do we know that there's gonna be Amazon moon delivery? Like, <laughs> did we know that's that'd be, be fire? Thing, <laughs> but you know it's coming like seventy five years. Yeah, like years from now. maybe not in our lifetime, but definitely Zoe's and like Romans. Their there's kids, be maybe some their shit. kids. So, Yeah. Oh, when our grandkids get here, there will be people living on the moon. Yeah. Even if it's for like short stints of time, they'll have a fucking timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> That's They're, like crazy. you can't stay up there too long because it's biology and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, it's and disease, blah, blah, blah. radiation. Yeah, a lot of yada yada yada, but. That's why I just watched uh, First Man, and can we? All right, I got. I let's try to wrap this up because we're done. Are we done with us? No, probably not. No, we're not even close. Let's go back to us real quick. Uh, casting what ifs? None. Whoa, wait. Our, our, no, our favorite question. Is this movie better with Sigourney Weaver? Yes. Who is she playing? She has to play somebody. Come on, we got to come up with something because Sigourney Weaver makes everything better. She would be some kind of government official who knew that these people existed. And she would come and she, you would see her on the news screen. She would be on the news. She would be on the news. You would see her on the trying to explain, like trying to bullshit, but you would, she would act as if you knew she knew more yeah. than what she was letting Okay. Go. That's the Gurney Weaver's yeah. part. There we go. So that, I just want to knock that question out the way. Favorite memorable quotes? We're Americans. The, the We're American speech. Like, who are you guys? And we're her Ameri- first response. That, that quote, we're Americans. We're that speaks. Well, I know we don't want to go loop back to what we were yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. but it's just we basically like, explained the whole shit. Like that's exact. That shit is wild. How much that sums the like that speaks of that volumes of shit. Uh, who had a small part in the film but killed it? Uh, Elizabeth, the two, the married couple. Yeah, they had a very small part. They had a great dynamic. Mm-hmm. And oh, but oh, honey, oh, I'm comfortable. And, I don't do that. <laughs> and, bo- and both. Uh, the tethered and untethered. Yeah. They're both great. Yeah. So, or the maybe the twins. Or her trying to call the police. And then the, fuck, plays, the police. fuck the police. Yeah, that shit was funny. 
And I it's like almost a part of that where it goes like I, I, you do be needing to cop sometimes, but y'all be saying fuck the police. I love. I love the yeah 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 that shit was hilarious too. Are you too. serious right now? Nothing is happening. <laughs> that shit was funny. But the I love the Scorsese esque of like when somebody's getting killed or whatever, the music doesn't stop, so it keeps yes. going. So when they're playing the Beach Boys while they're getting stabbed and shit, it's so so much more creepy. Yeah, so much more creepy because that's such like. I always like that's such Scorsese ass. Like when Goodfellas, when someone's getting stabbed or shot, like the jukebox is still going. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like the music stops. Mm-hmm. So I think with the fuck the police and the everything like that, like that was such. They didn't a, turn it down. They didn't put it in the background of the show. It's still. By the way, I was listening to it on you know the soundbar at, mm-hmm. at my house. That's the street. The fuck the police. That. Bass, yeah. Shout out Dr. Dre, man, yeah, that because shit that shit goes. He's a perfect. He might have remastered it for that movie. For the movie, right maybe. For him, he he mixes his own stuff, so he might have done that for the movie. Because the when you hear the bass, just by watching the movie, you're like, damn, like shit, kind of bumping no, right now. Because <laughs> they did remaster the tracks a while ago. But uh, casting, uh, there is no casting. What is? Nah. Who won the movie? Lupita. Lupita. We can all. Lupita won this movie not because tw- she was she the won, lead. She won the movie twice. Not because she was the lead. It's just because you just she killed it. you you really took me out of two different characters. Mm-hmm. I really thought you were two different people I, in the same scene. You played two different people who we thought were swapped. Mm-hmm. Like you convinced us as an audience that you are a different person. You convinced us that you were the original. And then when we found out that you weren't the original, mm-hmm. we were like, Holy and then still played shit. it off to where if we watch it a second time, where we know you are not the original. Mm-hmm. Like the way she executed that was even the the shot that I asked you about is Lupita Nyong'o a vegan in real life? I don't know because do you remember the scene when they were eating at the table? And she's eating like an animal, she's, dude. No, she's eating a bowl of strawberries. Everybody else is eating fried fish and French fries from the boardwalk type food. You ever been to? You ever been to a boardwalk? Once or twice. It, like, a, like a fair. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to Santa Monica. Oh well, then yeah. So that's like like the fish and chip stand. Every boardwalk has yeah. one. She was eating a bowl of red of, strawberries. She's eating a bowl of strawberries. Mm, I didn't pick that up. Then I, so I was oh, like, how I also want to point out one eating that. I was gonna point this out in the beginning, but the uh, I did point out some of it. The eleven eleven all over the movie mm-hmm. how i noticed one of the twins when they were on the beach was wearing a black flag shirt which the black flag logo is literally mm-hmm. like four streaks yes and uh when the when they go back later that night after they come home from the in beach the clock, the clock was 11 11 mm-hmm. and the baseball game he was watching was in the 11th inning mm-hmm. so no shit. there's a lot like going back and really like looking for it even uh the the homeless guy yeah uh, with the sign going into yeah with the forehead the shit uh what's up with the fucking ambulance did you notice that that kept showing up in the movie like he he kept the door open with the ambulance he even kept the door open again with the ambulance toy again <laughs> oh yeah, they got when when the the scene where they're taking the homeless guy he got stabbed into the ambulance. Yeah, the motherfucking they get they think they take one, don't they? They end up driving. Yeah, they end up stealing one. Well, I have no. I asked the man. I was like, "What is the significance of the hmm. ambulance throughout this entire fucking movie?" I I speaking of like symbolism in movies, like a lot of them that go unexplained are some of my favorite yeah. because like watching the trailer. 
just for like before it even comes out, you see the 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 symbols of the gold scissors and the white rabbit with the red eyes and mm-hmm. just like these creepy people. And that's already like a horror movie. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you don't need no explanation, which the scissors, I said like it it could have easily been a knife. Yeah, red jumpsuit is creepy. All it's like Freddy. Yeah, it was the gloves. Yes, that's it's a jetty. That's it's a, like a jetty. With the gloves, that's a direct reference to Freddy Krueger. Yes, I told Amanda that I was like, "That's a creepy like thing." Michael Jackson with the thriller, the red jumpsuit with the right hand glove. Damn, babe, that's a good one. (laughs) That's and she's wearing the the thriller shirt in the beginning. So that's the damn Amanda's. That that was good. That's that that might that might have ended the episode because I'm blown away now that I never picked up on that. All right. What the fuck? That was a uh, pretty good. That was quality uh, reviews right there for both Get Out and Us. I love Shutter Island again, though. By the way, I want to the next. Let's discuss this right now. Yeah. On so the what podcast. is going to be our next? Who are our next directors? We did Peel, Denis Villanueva. I want to do Arrival. And okay, 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 okay. And then I want to do... I really want to do Enemy, but I know you've never seen it, probably, with Jake Gyllenhaal. No. Wait a minute. With Jake Gyllenhaal, Enemy... I may have. Where he has... It's another uh, clone movie. Oh, Enemy. Okay, yeah. I remember you telling me about that, but I remember... My favorite movie. One of my top ten movies all time Better is than Enemy. Gemini, man, I'm sure. <laughs> Way better, dude. Jesus, that movie was... That was a uh, miss. That was a hit. That and After Earth, super like... A good concept, but it's like, come on, dude. It just, it just didn't hit, man. It, it what, missed. What, Denis, uh, director, he did Prisoners. Let me let me see if I can is name he, him. Is he one of those one-word titlers? Blade Runner 2049. Okay, He's about to do mind. Dune. Let's go see that. I, I so, gotta go see Dune. Are you kidding we me? We gotta go see... Sicario. <gasps> Sicario and Arrival. But Blade Runner 2049 kind of slaps. I kind of rather watch Sicario, though. Yeah, low-key. Because that, with the minute you said Sicario, that was, my, that was my first, like, oh, this is what happens in the Arizona movie. Deadass. <laughs> no, like, I was like, this movie is Arizona. Do you watch that movie bef- before you moved mm-hmm. here? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I then you actually, watched it here after you moved yeah, here? I've, yeah, I've seen it like three times. And it hits here. way different here, huh? I was like, oh, oh yeah, oh, that's true. <laughs> this shit happens every day. You're like, oh, this is all true. That's why when I watched Rambo, the la- the latest one, mm-hmm. that shit hit home way harder because I live here now. And I'm like, I want to kill every human trafficker that exists in the state of Arizona, mm-hmm. I, in Texas. I want to murder all of you. Because you know it's real because you you see it. We see the Amber Alerts mm-hmm. like this person's missing or at the fucking QT pump. Mm-hmm. All these Hispanic children miss. And I'm like, what the fuck, this is man? cartel. What the fuck? That's terrible. Like all of these Hispanic children I went to missing. school with people that... Went missing? Not went missing. Oh, they... Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, they yeah. Yeah, I think you I'm. I think I'm catching you on. You starting to get it I now, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> you starting to get it now, ain't you? Mallory Rose on the way here. Hilarious. No, you know who was funny today? Bert and Tom. Yeah. Have to They're, watch back. It. They're back. They're back in this episode. I was. Hilarious. 
I was crying. listening. We're gonna have to watch that once we get off yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. is hilarious. Literally, like, I'll be at, like, I'll be at work and fucking, like, I want to cry so bad because of how hilarious, like. Because the funniest part about them is that this is really, when he was like, I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, he was like, I know. And they just start talking. They didn't pick mm-hmm. it back up. Because they have so much shit to tell you. Mm-hmm. They're like two teenage girls. Yeah, like. Hey, Tom and uh, Bert, we love you guys. Uh, yes, of course. With, two with Bears, One Cave yeah. is a direct inspo to this show. Definitely. Like. We're all children of our podcast. We have some overlap, For sure. but I'm a uh, child of brilliant idiots. Better and podcast. The good podcast. The great podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're working our way there, guys. But uh, Denis is definitely coming next week. I want to do Arrival because that movie, Arrival, oh my God. The concept, their weapon was their language. Oh my when I god. When I say that movie, I think that movie made me cry. That movie definitely oh, made me I cry. I cried the the if you can see your life story from beginning to end, would you change anything? And if she couldn't. I was like and the with the Chinese government, she was like I called you, didn't I? And she was like finding out answers while she's thinking. She's <laughs> I was like there was so much shit First of all, the idea in that movie, uh, did, it wasn't time travel. It, it, wasn't, it was, it, the language was the the weapon. It was like, it was unlocking, first of all, if you watch it, Marvel, there's time isn't linear. It, so it, was it changes you know the way that. they, re- their, the language changes the way they receive time. And I was like, holy that, shit. I, we know we're going to get into it next week, but the yeah, fact yeah, that yeah. that movie shows that if, Human does a feast that we can come to if we had a universal language. That's why the story of the tower. We'll get into that again. I'm not okay. The Tower of Babel is like one of my favorite stories. Yeah, because that speaks volumes to like what language does. I I yeah. When you when you don't speak (laughs) the same language, how everything is so important. Every sound. Back to two bears, one cave. Fucked himself up. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't speak the same. That shit was hilarious. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, Go to sleep. Yeah, get some rest. It's okay to have. Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a a second to talk about. I know. It's okay. Not don't think of like a day you don't do anything is a day missed or you know what I mean? The hustle mentality is going to murder us all. I'm coming out of a depression because of the hustle mentality. Yeah, don't you beat don't, yourself up. Don't think that like if you don't do anything for one day, that's like oh, I'm wasting time. Like, uh, take, take a nap, bro. Take a fucking nap. And that's what My I was talking about. Forced me into taking a nap for the next two past two weeks. I've been taking four hour naps in the middle of the day. Like talking when I was on resiliency cam. That's not out, but <laughs> people who are in Arizona know. You know what I mean. But anyways. Toxic positivity is that hustle mentality that can fucking drive like, you to the ground. Just keep going. Don't stop. Don't you stop. Know. You gotta you gotta work hard every fucking day. Like no, you don't. You don't, dude. You have because back I because me and think be being me being a an aspiring filmmaker mm-hmm. is which I I'll tell you something right now that has to do with that. But 
like there's time like we were just talking before we started recording of me wanting to disappear yeah. which like you know as all of us like disappearing is a part of the creative process yeah so don't think that like oh i need to fucking share my brand on instagram like that's not so like if you don't do that for one day like you're good like kendrick lamar steer doesn't have a instagram like you know like you know what i mean like still doesn't have an instagram and it's like so it's like i just think like like it's okay to like lay low like just because if you don't post it that doesn't mean it's not real mm-hmm. just do that's your a, shit because that's i know that's a joke it's like if you don't post it is it real i hate taking my phone out in the middle of something it's one of the worst like experience ruiners ever mm-hmm. like and so like for me creating things and writing things down like i tell menda i have this good habit of when i'm laying down in my bed like at night that's i do this all the time but like i'm laying down in my room all alone and it's dark i have a good habit i i believe so of just pulling out my phone going straight to my notes and unfiltered thoughts going down on my notes for like my menda sees your journaling paragraphs of like just line and they might not even be all together of one paragraph it's Three lines, skips, like, you know, and then, like, three more lines and just a whole bunch of shit. And sometimes it's movie ideas. Sometimes it's fucking dialogue that's just coming to my head. Or sometimes it's just shit. You know what I mean? And I've, I'll tell you some shit I wrote down right now. But it takes time and literally coming up with movie ideas with, like, I've come up with, like, five minor concepts. And then when I finally click that one, like, yes, I need a put more energy into this all take aspects of old shit that hasn't been used and apply it you know what i mean mm-hmm. to what i'm want to work on now you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like it takes time to do what you want to do you know what i mean i mean that's such common sense like duh no you know it's not I mean? common because you're going to get it because we're talking about us and that wraps that also wraps into that like because those people are killing themselves, literally killed mm. themselves because they were on a hustle. You forgot and they're about not, people. And they're not getting you. it right now. Yeah, now you got a boat that says biatch and, Be, and, and you fucking get killed. Because of how how media now, how fast it moves, how fast a meme goes in and out of trending. And how fast like a, tra- a fashion trend goes in and out in three months. That's why I don't even do like TikToks that are like or just types of videos that are popular. I'm like, there's no reason for you to even, like, put your energy into making those. And then people trying to, because I've heard, like, is it better to be, like, I forgot what the question was, but people were trying to be ahead of the curve or ahead of their time, which, and I responded, this was a while ago, I responded to someone, it's better to be timeless. Mm -hmm. So you don't, it's not like, oh, yeah, I remember when that was popular, that's why I did that. Like, do something that's like, like a podcast is forever. Radio's Mm -hmm. been around forever. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like just talking will never go out of style. Never. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like don't do it. Like I was telling you, don't do it for no self-serving purpose. Do it for the next person. Mm-hmm. Do it something like something that'll immortalize. Like yes. we're talking about these things that like these recordings will be forever. Your children and your grandchildren will be able to look up none of mm-hmm. that's what I think people don't like they like I want to be popular. It's like no, you want to be immortalized. You're afraid of being forgotten. Mm-hmm. There's all just all kinds of movies about and that. that's being me. Of, that's <laughs> what Coco is about. Mm-hmm. Stop. You're afraid of being forgotten. Mm-hmm. So that's like that's a long weird. overdue Disney movie. Yes. <laughs> really? Saw that. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. 
fucking crazy. Still have never seen the entire movie. Never seen the ending. I walk away every time. It's because I I remember seeing this meme where they were like, like Pixar and uh, Disney. It's just like, what if toys had uh, emotions, or what if toys had feelings? So they made Toy Story, or what if feelings had feelings, and so they made uh, Inside Out. Yeah. And then it's like, what if Mexicans had feelings? <laughs> And that, that shit was just hilarious. That but, reminds me of Flagman 2. They were talking about they were on the plane and there were like no movies to watch. So there was like, it's either like, it was some movie or Coco. And they was like, Andrew said he was sitting there watching the movie and he was like, there's like a tear coming down his eyes. He was like, I gotta stop being a bitch. And he like, <laughs> his face. And he said he looks right and he says he just sees Alex with tears streaming <laughs> down his face watching Coco because they were both watching it. And they were like, why don't they? And Akash was like, why the fuck would you watch Coco on the plane? Of course you're going to cry. Like, what the fuck? Like, Co- Coco is great. Coco is amazing, dude. Tears. But, yeah, next week, Denise. Oh, Fast and Furious also made me cry, too, at the end. Also, so next week, <laughs> I want to tell you one more thing about Fast and Furious. Of course, Tyrese and Ludacris come back from space and they get it back at home for time for dinner. That was a out. sentence he just that Rob just said right now. <laughs> Can you believe that? They got home from space in time for the cookout. Okay, <laughs> they all sit down at the table, and then there's <laughs> there's an empty chair. Oh my god. I feel like they use that too much. Didn't they fucking... He was like, where is he? And she's like, oh, he's on his way. Oh, no. And then guess what happens? The fucking Supra pulls up. Are you for real? Oh, my God. Let's end it. Let's end it. Let's end it. All right. Peace out, guys. And you know what? Guess who else is there? Hmm. The rapper Lil B? No, babe. That's why when she said that Lil you Boozy. Wanna, no, man. Lil Sean Bi- Moss. Oh, Lil Bow Wow. Not Lil Bow Wow. Sh- Lil B. Oh, Lil Brian. Brian. Brian is hilarious. I forgot. I thought because we completely skipped over the fact that the Tokyo Driftcast is in this oh, movie yeah, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're the ones who take Tyrese and Ludacris to space. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tokyo Drift this way <laughs> into the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, next week, uh, Denis Villanueva, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Peace. All right, love you guys. Bye. Fucking fast and furious, man. That was more than.